This is Full Body Frequency, and I'm Laura Rice, cultural curator, fashion designer, and your guide through the Full Body Frequency experience. Full Body Frequency celebrates everything full-bodied and fabulous while exploring the truths and exploding the myths about the lives and loves of plus-size and curvy women. Since our lives shouldn't depend on how others see us, neither does this show. I get really excited about every episode of Full Body Frequency, but this episode is just a little different. First, today's show is all about getting your summer groove on. Second, I'm out of the studio and visiting Tarshell Beards, Full Body Frequency's resident world traveler, makeup maven, beauty blogger, and holistic goddess in her South Loop Chicago digs. We talk about changing up our summer beauty regimens, makeup, sunscreens, fragrances, summer fashion and fashion shifts for traveling to Miami and to Egypt. We discuss our personal summer dietary changes, vegetarianism, veganism, and chicken wings. Yes, chicken wings. And our collard greens, the new kale. Later in the show, Tarshell and I chat about balancing out our hormones with our mutual love for Shadavari, the herb for a woman with a thousand husbands. Talk about feeling juicy and alive. Plus, we'll share what's currently playing in our ears. Yes, this episode of Full Body Frequency is all about being your best and summer fresh. So grab your girlfriends, some cool drinks, and stay tuned. Full Body Frequency returns right after this. In the small town of Elmira, New York, a boy was born into an all-American family. The odds of him opening his own clothing store at the age of 18? One in 138,000. Excited to be a part of pop culture, he packed for the big city. The odds of finding someone to invest in his vision? One in 4.5 million. The odds of him achieving his dream in the fashion industry? One in 23 million. The odds of having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 68. I am Tommy Hilfiger, and my family is affected by autism. I encourage you to learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. I'm here with Tarshell Beards, makeup maven and beauty blogger. And we are going to talk a little bit about summer beauty and how we are preparing for it. So, Tarshell, you're about to take off to Miami, and at some point later in the summer, you're headed to Egypt. Yes. Very exciting. So, how are you preparing to make those moves? For Miami, I plan to get a new SPF. So, actually, I need to do that today. <laughs> Same thing for Egypt. So, I think the biggest thing for both of those trips is less beauty, actually, because it's such hot climates, mm-hmm. and more um, just protect your skin from the sun and some lip gloss and mascara that's probably going to be my regimen while I'm there except for in the evenings when I'm able to actually wear makeup because I sweat makeup off in the summertime so I'm really just looking for a good SPF and a hat I forgot that sun hat for both cities Mm -hmm. to just sort of kind of protect myself from the sun 
but wait a minute so you don't do like spa treatments before you go I know you do spa treatments when you're there normally when you uh, travel yes but in terms of facials mani pedis what are you doing to prepare for Miami I will get my mani pedi later today leave out on Thursday for Egypt I didn't think I haven't I haven't planned that far um, I doubt that I will have spa time there that's more of an educational tour so a friend of mine, we're going to a spa while we're in Miami. So the treatment that I'm going to get is a body scrub slash like water therapy kind of treatment. Mm -hmm. So I'll have that while I'm there. So basically what I'm doing beforehand is hair, nails, just that kind of thing. More clothes, figure out what to wear, mm -hmm. um, get a new SPF that's oil free. So what about fragrance? I mean, because you always smell so good. You always have wonderful fragrance. And it's not always the same one. Mm -hmm. So what are you rocking this summer? I haven't gotten a new fragrance in a while. Mm. So I'm wearing some of my older fragrances this summer. Actually, no, I take that back. I was in San Francisco not too long ago, and I got an oil from... It was a customized place where you can choose the oils. Well, you kind of choose the essences that you like. Mm -hmm and they create a custom oil so i did get an oil and it's actually named tarshal and it has rose vanilla and tuberose which is my favorite so it's sort of powdery yet floral because mm -hmm. tuberose is a very good floral so i have that oil but i haven't actually bought a summer fragrance just yet so i'm still actually looking for one something that sort of when i smell it i'm like oh okay this is the one Okay, so now you got to help me find one because I lamented to you the other day that I used to wear Samsara mm -hmm. by Guerlain. And the problem with that is that one, they've exchanged synthetic fragrances or oils for the original floral notes. So there's everything is synthetic. It's all chemical based. So it doesn't work with my body chemistry anymore. Mm -hmm. So it just smells weird. So now I've got to find something new. How do I start that? I think... For the most pure, natural fragrances, mm -hmm. you have to go to niche products. So Guerlain Simsara is an old fragrance, and it's probably not on their list to kind of continue pushing, and it's not a part of their brand. It's a classic part of their mm -hmm. brand, is what I'm trying to say. But I know that they do have some lines out that are very niche, and also very expensive. So that being said, niche fragrances tend to be more high-end and mm -hmm. more expensive than department store fragrances or fragrances we would even get at Sephora. Mm -hmm. And so, and you really need to go to a specialized boutique for that. Here in Chicago, we actually, we have a few places to go that are like Barney's and Saks, Neiman's, where they have some real niche fragrances, but we don't have a real perfume boutique like I've seen in LA and in New York and LA I like um, there's a website called Lucky Scent mm -hmm. um, for anyone who is looking for a new fragrance where you can order samples and so it's five dollars before you commit to the actual fragrance and their website is full of fragrances from around the world and typically niche fragrances created by noses who are really into the science of perfumes tend to have high content of the natural pure oil, the actual rose oil that grows in Afghanistan. I mm -hmm. have one from there that I absolutely adore. You know, or oud, if you're looking for vanilla, where they're using real essential oils. And so I would suggest checking out a few websites. Lucky Scent is one. Min New York is another, where you can purchase samples based on the notes that you like. Mm -hmm. So you can do a search. I like musk and vanilla and see what they suggest 
there are some great fragrances in department stores. I love Terry Mugler. I love Narciso Rodriguez, where there's a high concentration of also oils and less synthetic. But a lot of department store fragrances can have a lot of synthetic materials. So you, you want to just go more niche, more high mm -hmm. end. So if you had to name your favorite perfume of all time, do you have one? Wow. Scent is so personal for me. I have favorite scents based on different times in my life. Mm. Um, but for all time, I, I think Egyptian must might be that all time. I've worn that since I was 13, 12 or 13, when wow. I would get the oils on the street from the Muslim guy in Brooklyn. And then from there, like high school, one of my best friend and I, we found a scent called Ombre Rose one day mm -hmm. shopping. Mm -hmm. And that was something I wore in high school. And I also wore Egyptian Musk, but And so it takes me back to that time. And actually, I actually have a bottle of it and I still wear it. And so does she. And so we that's like our scent, mm -hmm. you know, as mm -hmm. friends. And then in my 20s, I really loved Angel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so and I still love it and I still wear it. And then in my 30s, I found Narciso Rodriguez Must For Her, which uses Egyptian Must in it. Mm. So through different times in my life, I've had since. But those are some of my absolute favorite that I'll always wear. Mm -hmm. Even though I find niche, hundred, two, $300 fragrances, those four kind of evoke special memories for me. As of late, I have tons of others. <laughs> tons of others. So, But it's tough to say of all time. But I, I think if I had to choose just one, it would be Egyptian Musk. No matter where I smell that, who I smell it on, I always love that scent. So in terms of your all-time favorite beauty product, what would that be? Yeah, these are tough questions. These are <laughs> tough questions for people like me because we just love beauty. I just love beauty. If you, you, you meet beauty girls, like when I go shopping and I meet other women like me, we just love it all. Mm -hmm. I, you know, there's not one thing that I love over another, you know. Wait a minute, you had a lip gloss the, on the other day that was mm -hmm. so beautiful. Mm -hmm. What was it? What brand was it? Tom Ford? Tom Ford. Okay. It's a new lip gloss for me. Okay. A high end, so mm -hmm. I treated myself. <laughs> <laughs> to it's a $40 lip gloss so I was I've always kind of liked Tom Ford fragrances I think if you're looking for a good fragrance check him out okay and, you know he does great he's just a fa fabulous designer but he's such a quality guy that what he puts out what he puts his name on is is so great but his fragrances are great are phenomenal so I wasn't really into looking at his makeup line I kind of don't it's like a personal pet peeve like not everybody needs to make makeup right. in my head. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, we you you know if you get a Lancome, you know, mascara, Lancome has been doing this for forever. That's a line to go to for makeup. Mm -hmm. You know, when designers decide to slap their name on a makeup label, I'm always a little weary. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, uh, who are you? You you're a designer, not a makeup or, you know, skincare person. But I've heard great things about Tom Ford's lipsticks and his lip glosses. So I finally stopped at the counter and tried it, and I was a little hooked. Mm. So it was very moisturizing. I don't like sticky lip glosses. It was very moisturizing, very great for my skin tone, a great pinky nude-ish color. And either I'm wearing a bright color or I'm wearing a nude. I indulged. Yeah. And so I agree that it's a treat to say it looks, the packaging is great, but it was actually a very quality product. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, and it really looks, it, I mean, it just 
complimented your skin so well. And I thought when I first saw it that because it was pink mm -hmm. in the bottle. Right. But then when you put it on, it shifts colors. Mm -hmm. Really, it's almost like a mood shift it's like that a, it did. Yeah, I guess it depends on your tones and your lips and mm -hmm. your undertones, how makeup responds. So right. it was one of those that I tried on and I immediately thought, okay, this is a good color for me to have. Mm -hmm. It's a good color to have just if I'm throwing on something or work related you know you should have the things that i wear when i'm hanging out i don't wear right to work or to a professional environment so that's one that i would always have in my bag to sort of throw on so but I, again it's hard for me to choose a all-time favorite beauty product i don't know well, okay one that i choose that i wear every day would be ysl touche cloth which is the eye brightener slash highlighter long before this highlighting contouring trend mm -hmm. i've used tisha cloud over 10 years now it's something that i use every day even if i'm running out and i'm not really wearing makeup i will mm -hmm. put a little bit under my eyes and maybe some gloss and and go because it really brightens and i think if you're a woman of a certain age if you're over 35 plus you should invest in a good quality concealer and a YSL Touche Cloth. Okay. So that's one of my favorites. I come back to. Well, actually, I'm never really without it. Mm -hmm. I always have two pins, one in my purse and one at home. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Double fisted, huh? You can't tell when it's about to end. Oh, okay. It's not a product that you know. It's just mm -hmm. like one day you click. And my friend, a makeup artist who introduced me to the product, told me that. She's like, always have two because you don't know. Mm hmm when yours is about to end and then you need it. This is the night you need it or whatever. That's an all time favorite product. I have other products that I always come back to, but yeah. Well, there's one product that you'd mentioned a while ago called Black Up. Tell us about that. Cause I'm really curious about Black Up. That. I'm new to Black Up, although I was introduced to it years ago in Paris. Black Up is like fashion fair. You know, how fashion fair was founded here for black skin and, and or more ethnic skin tones, but specifically for undertones for black women, um, Black Up does the same, but it's a Parisian brand. Mm -hmm. And their color range is from light to very, very dark. I like Black Up's undertones. And one of the things that's interesting, it seems like here in the United States, a lot of black women tend to want products with more yellow-based undertones and more Caribbean and African women want more orange and red base. Mm -hmm. You know, it just depends on where we are. And so Black Up kind of accommodates a lot of that. I was in New York recently. It's only sold in select stores, Sephora stores, and Brook the Brooklyn store, you know, is, is based in Brooklyn and it's got a huge African-American population that shops there, so they have Black Up. So I got two products a bronzer and a powder okay and so the powder is now my summer um in the summer i don't like to wear liquid foundation so i'll just wear powder and this one is full coverage powder or light you mm -hmm. know depending on the concentration so i like it i would say if you're looking for a new foundation bronzer concealer things like that for dark skin definitely check out black up mm -hmm. You're listening to Full Body Frequency. This is Laura Rice, and I'm speaking with Tarshell Beards, a beauty blogger and makeup maven. And when we come back from this quick break, we'll continue the conversation and we'll incorporate some wellness. Stay tuned. Breathe. Oh, I remember. 
When the day is through 
got it in my mind. 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 Still in my mind. Got it in my mind. We're back. This is Full Body Frequency and I'm Laura Rice. Now, let's talk about how we get our bodies in tune for summer. Our appetites shift, what we eat tends to shift. What are you doing? I'm trying to get on a better regimen, I will say that. But summer is a time to just sort of lighten up, I think, and eat a little less, a little bit more raw of course stay hydrated so more fruits i love the summer for the fruit selection versus the winter already this summer i've eaten my share of blackberries which i love and cherries and pineapple and nectarines and so i find myself really gravitating towards those and even though banana is my favorite fruit I eat less in the winter, summertime because I'm eating some of those other juicy fruits. So I think just indulge in as much fruit and veggies as you can and more raw foods versus cooked foods. Better food combining. So I learned many, many years ago to eat your raw foods before you eat cooked foods. Right. So always indulge in your salad first. Um, never, never, ever. And I know lots of people do this and I'm not a health professional or whatever. So, but <laughs> never eat fruit for dessert. Okay. Right. And we like to have something sweet, mm -hmm. but you want to eat raw foods first before you eat your cooked foods because fruit is a natural cleanser. So what, if you eat it after you eat your cooked foods, it's going to create a little bad food combining in your stomach. Even though we like to have fruit for dessert, it's actually not a good thing. Go ahead and have the cake or whatever and eat your fruit and your raw veggies before you eat your cooked food. So those are some of the things I incorporate year round, but I think I probably eat a little bit more salads and fresh fruits and veggies throughout the day in the summer. And then I probably do in the winter time. You and I have spoken about this before and I told you that I'm going to indulge in a vegetarian lifestyle mm -hmm. starting in the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons is because I just feel so much better. I didn't do a cleanse yet, but I did a two-week trial 
and I felt so much better. And when I started eating meat again, incorporating meat back in there, I just felt really, really sluggish. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I'm gonna be doing for the future. My only concern is that, this was a concern before, like you're surrounded by all the things that you wanna eat that mm -hmm. taste really good, mm -hmm. but aren't necessarily great for you, but indulging occasionally. For example, chicken wings. <laughs> chicken, chicken wings chicken are, wings. are my, my weakness. And when I exited my vegetarian lifestyle, it literally was a chicken wing that took me out. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, mm -hmm. after three years. Yeah, me too, buffalo yeah. wings. Yes, that's a challenge. But I think in the summertime, it's probably a great way to kickstart that because you're eating so much lighter. You're eating mm -hmm. so much healthier. Right. Drinking more water, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It is. I think it's a good time to cleanse, especially now we just started the summer solstice. So it's a good time to sort of regroup for the year. So what were your intentions in the winter versus okay now we're mid year what are my intentions now and so doing a summer cleanse is great and good because you really don't want to eat that much during the summer if it's really hot you're not feeling like i need to have some carbs and all the things we may eat in the winter so it's a good time to cleanse it's a good time to sort of jump start a vegan or vegetarian diet and i have been both throughout my life and i do indulge i will eat meat now and I kind of use it as a treat. I very rarely cook meat. When mm -hmm. I'm home, I usually cook more vegetarian fare, but one chicken wings and I get chicken wings or every now and then a lamb burger. And then there's just some things that I don't eat. I very rarely eat beef or pork. If it's in something, I may indulge or if I'm traveling, but in general, I would say I have a more like maybe 70% vegetarian diet. This is funny. A friend of mine, and it's kind of off topic, but is relevant, was feeling really sick not too long ago. And I said, what did you eat today? She said, I had three pieces of cake at a party. Mm. We went from there into this sugar is the devil conversation. <laughs> and I think that there's a side of me that knows that veganism is probably the best diet in the world. Right. Then there's the other side of me that says there are some bodies that thrive with some animal protein. And I think that I'm one of them a little bit, not too much. But sugar, hands down, no, I don't care who you talk to, whatever guru or doctor is going to tell you to let go of the sugar. Mm -hmm. Because sugar mm -hmm. is just detrimental. And I remember years ago when I first became a vegetarian, I was getting colonics and doing a lot of that kind of work. And I asked the therapist at the time, what is the worst thing we could put in my body? And thinking she was going to say meat. And she said sugar. Mm -hmm. The inflammation. So, if there's a time to do a cleanse is mm -hmm. to do this now. And it's a tough one to break. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it sugar, ca I know I have a caffeine habit. I broke the sugar habit many, many, many years ago. And I'm very happy if I have sugar, I know I'm having it. I'm going to mm -hmm. have this cupcake and I'm going to be happy with this cupcake. Mm -hmm. But I'm not one that has to lace my coffee with sugar and tea and have it all the time or eat candy all the time. And sugar is in a lot of things that we eat, especially mm -hmm. preserved foods. So... I don't thrive off of that. I broke that habit a long time ago and I'm very happy. Maybe everybody's goal should be a sugar issue, right? We should all yeah. do it. I can even do another one, you know, yeah. do a sugar cleanse because it really is the devil. It's really not good yeah. for our bodies. I had the worst headache ever mm -hmm. when I had done a vegetarian cleanse. 80% mm -hmm. raw foods. 20% cooked, but it had to be brown rice. It had mm -hmm. to be olive oil. No animal products, no meat, no alcohol, no sugar, no white flour, mm -hmm. nothing. And then after I'd finished the cleanse, after seven, seven to 10 days, I can't remember, 
I decided, oh, I'm going to have some sugar just mm -hmm. to test it and out. You get a headache. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was the worst headache ever. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was just like, I'm killing myself mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you eliminate those things from your diet, and I need to do a cleanse because I've had my share of fast food, mm. of not fa fa what I call fast food, like chicken wings, things like that. I don't eat fast food at all right. from any fast food restaurants, but I've been traveling. You know, I had my wine last night. When I have it, you know, I do wake up puffy. Mm -hmm. You know, and, it, and it just in a beauty sense, as we were talking beauty, you know, your eyes are a little puffy. Your hands does change. It really is not good. If you want an anti-inflammatory diet, does not include sugar. Right. Yeah. Right. And so it's an important thing for our health just overall. I mean, and it's just looking at one of my biggest thing is holistic health just looking at the diseases that we die from in terms of black women and, and in the black community sugar is one of those that's just causing so much havoc in our diet and in our health and so it's important to let it go mm -hmm. and i think meat just on the conversation about meat i think the problem with meat is the other stuff we eat with it right that's why we feel so full and sluggish. So, you know, you and I had chicken wings the other day, which we love. But then you also get bread and french fries with it. Yeah. Bad combination. It's totally a bad, bad food combination. Now, it, no one wants to eat chicken wings with a salad, but that's a better combination. That's a better combination. Yeah. Or okra or yeah. something and else. And so, yeah. you know, it's, it's how we prepare the meat mm -hmm. and what we eat with it mm -hmm. that really causes the havoc in our bodies. So... Food combining is really important if you're going to eat meat. Right. To, to combine it properly. Because yeah. we had the chicken, mm -hmm. then we had the flour, the crust, mm -hmm. then we had the white potatoes, mm -hmm. and we had the rolls. Right. And I got to tell you, when I got home, I felt sick as a dog. Really? I really did. I really did. I was okay. You know, when I have meals like that or if I indulge in, I love my Cheetos and Doritos and things mm -hmm. like that. I tend to have some cleansing teas and mm -hmm. things, you know, See, that's to good. help yeah. push it out of my body. It's mm -hmm. important to have very good bowel movements mm -hmm. and to be cognizant of that. Mm -hmm. When I have too much starch, I think it's also important to listen to your body. I'm not a really good person with grains. Mm -hmm. um, so when I eat them, I really feel it. And so mm -hmm. pay attention to what you eat and how you feel and how you're going to the bathroom and things like that. And those are things I think that if we paid attention to our bodies that we should naturally eliminate, mm -hmm. you know? Um, Absolutely. And then of course, everybody knows sugar, white flour, things that are just synthetic to us and right. just not harmful, <laughs> let them go. But in, in terms of finding an optimal diet, sometimes I think we can pay attention to ourselves and figure it out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And realistically, some people say, oh, I have a bowel movement once a day. That's no, not, it's enough. not enough. It's not it's enough. You need, to go as, you need to go first thing in the morning, but you need to also go throughout the day as many times as you eat. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Let's talk collard greens. Collard greens as the new kale. Really? Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard that. Yeah. That's what everybody's like discovering collard greens. And I'm just like, really? Are Come they on. really? That's like this YouTube thing I saw. I don't know if this is the right form, but, no, but go ahead. the hipsters are discovering these chopped cheese sandwiches that are sold in Harlem and around New York City. Yeah. It's like, we, you know, we've been eating heroes and chopped cheese our whole life, but now people are moving into our communities and writing about discovering. Yeah. And there was this YouTuber who said that you got Columbus syndrome. You didn't discover this. This has been here forever. <laughs> right, and it, right, it's right. been $3 forever because right. that's what we can afford in our hood. Now it's going to go up because, right. you know, that's a whole nother conversation right. about what's happening. But yeah, I haven't heard about... Beef patties and cocoa bread. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard about collard greens as the new kale. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, 
we've been eating collard greens forever. For, so forever, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there, I mean, there's so many ways you can cook collard greens. I mean, you mm-hmm. can douse them in water, which is probably my least favorite. I like mm-hmm. sautéing them. And I actually like collard greens is actually my least fa- one of my least favorite greens. Okay, I get in a taste for them, mm-hmm. but I like other greens better, like mustard and turnip greens are mm-hmm. my favorite. They're more flavorful to me. I tend to mix mine up. Mm-hmm. I don't do mm-hmm. one by itself, except for kale. I'll, I'll do mm-hmm. kale by itself, but and I kale, do like kale. I love kale, kale with spinach, but I don't like to cook kale. Okay, I like kale raw mm-hmm. or juice, mm-hmm. but not cooked. not cooked. Well, we're behind the the, the new food trend the now, food since trend? we still Probably. like kale. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about balancing out our hormones. One of the products you turned me on to is Shot of RA. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about that and how it might help us this summer. I was introduced to Shot of RA by a friend and we were just having a conversation about, I don't know, getting older and being sensual and more feminine and what that meant for, as a woman over 40. She told me a story about another friend who's in herbs and she's like, you need some Shot of RA. And I, like what is that went and looked it up bought some and I've been telling every woman I know ever since about it so it is an herb that balances your hormones based on who and where you are in life and so that's the beauty of the herb is that if you're in your 20s it works if you're in your 40s it works if you're a lactating mother it works it works based on the chemistry of the woman that she takes it but for me it took me a while to tell other people about it, but it, about three months and I realized this stuff is working. And as someone who, the other day, my friend said, you need to open up a, a truck and give out herbal <laughs> advice because I, I was talking about something and I was like, I'm going to get this herb at Whole Foods and try it. But I've tried other herbs to balance my hormones naturally over the years and nothing worked like Shadavari. And it really does so as we age so in my your perimenopausal our estrogen our progesterone lowers and estrogen rises right before our cycles right or whatever Mm -hmm. so we get pms and irritable blah blah blah. then it does a shift in estrogen jobs and so all of these things happen as we age and it affects our libido it affects our mood it affects everything you know as a woman i started taking shadavarian and i realized i was not moody mm-hmm. i was never a cramps girl mm-hmm. i think changing my diet and lifestyle got rid of that but i was extremely moody the pms symptoms were it was bad and then i started realizing i was just normal like feeling i wasn't feeling mm-hmm. you really feeling balanced that right. is truly the way you feel when you take it and then i was feeling sexy like I'm a woman mm-hmm. and I think that that's the way we're supposed to feel right when your hormones are balanced mm-hmm. but when your hormones are imbalanced you're like oh unbalanced you're like I'm bloated I'm this mm-hmm. I'm that oh, I don't feel good today and I wasn't feeling that those shifts so then I started and then my cycles were easy they came they went so I started telling all my girlfriends about it yeah. so it's the fabulous herb I know that it's made from I think it's asparagus it's a natural adaptant so it it helps with stress it helps with whatever stage a woman is in. So it's an herb that we can all take. Mm-hmm. And I had tried other things like red raspberry and maca root and don quai and all of that. But nothing has worked like this. I'm a believer. I'm telling all my female friends about it. So check it out. It's summertime. You want to not have PMS. and But give it time to work, though. Yeah. At least two yeah. months, I think. I'm a believer too. It works. It works. I feel very juicy and alive. Just, yeah, you feel you feel like a woman. It's a very feminine herb, and I, the tagline is "a woman with a thousand husbands" because 
sort of like taps into that feminine energy that we have and when we are balanced and i i guess you know there are some gurus who say if we just ate the right diet we feel that way but we don't eat the right diet right. so i am mm-hmm. the supplements which is what my friend said she was like you should open up a, a, a food a truck called supplements and shit and give out of <laughs> stuff because i'm always looking for a supplement to help because as much as I know the right diet, I, I don't do it. You don't yeah. eat everything correctly. So right. where where can we help? Yeah, and our lifestyles are so yeah, fast. Very different. Yeah. So if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Full Body Frequency. I'm Laura Rice, and I'm talking today with makeup maven, beauty blogger, and everything holistic, Tarshell Beards. Mm-hmm. More of that than beauty. <laughs> More holistic than beauty, okay. So let's talk now about workouts, summer workouts, getting our sweat on. Yeah, I need to get better about it. I'll be honest. Okay. okay. I've been pretty lazy. I'm off on a little extended vacation, so I'm slowly but surely trying to figure out a regimen for myself. And it always includes yoga. Anybody knows me knows I'm going to stretch every day, even if it's for five minutes. But in terms of actually getting working up a sweat, I like my kettlebell workouts that I can do at home. And I'm really looking for a good African dance class to get back into or sort of a fun dance class so that's what i like to do mm-hmm. well you should join me at kizomba that's not yeah <laughs> that's social dancing, social dancing. <laughs> that's too that's too that's too much pressure for me <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that i'm enjoying doing right now actually is getting back on the bike in the gym mm-hmm. and doing resistance training and then mm-hmm. what i'm going to do later on this summer i think i'm going to rent some divi bikes and head up to the lakefront mm-hmm. yeah and do that or maybe do cycle therapy here in the city mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. from Soul therapy? Soul cycle? Soul cycle, yeah. I don't like cycling. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a cycle girl. What about walking? Not really. Not really? <laughs> I, you know you know those things that the typical things that people like, like I'm going to go run a marathon. I have no aspirations to do that kind yeah. of stuff. I like yoga and yeah. I like to dance. Uh-huh. And I do like weight training. So right. those are the three things that I like to do. Okay. And I was introduced to the kettlebell about two years ago with a trainer who Mm -hmm. was like for your body type and your stamina he thought that was a great workout Mm -hmm. and I remember working out with him saying well why are there so many machines in gyms and he just started laughing so that being said (laughs) I think that you should find what works for you Mm -hmm. not what the trend is and so I've tried cycling but it hurts my butt and I just don't like being on a bike not going anywhere I was just not impressed okay I've tried Zumba Uh uh-huh I don't like it. I want to dance. Right. You want to be really I don't want to dance and then all of a sudden we're doing jumping jacks. So I didn't really like Zumba. I love yoga. So, and I like sort of those hit workouts where you're doing high intensity and then you stop Mm -hmm. where it's like a group. It's not the same thing. And 45 minutes goes by really quickly. So interval kind of training. I like. Let's go back to dance because there's also something about dance that if you're in a class, there's this collective energy. The same with yoga. Mm-hmm. But then with dance, when you're talking about African dance or West African dance, there's something cultural mm-hmm. there. So talk about that. West African dance is not dance for dance sake. So mm-hmm. any dance form that has originated in Africa is not just dance. Like, you know, there's more to it. And it's a spiritual Dances from West Africa were dances praising the harvest or the sunrise or the sunset or honoring the ancestors, honoring the drum, which was the very first instrument. So much of the dance that we do in those classes are such tied to more than that, honoring the birth of a child's 
it's not dance for dance sake however it is a great workout and it is moving the body just like yoga it's just you don't do yoga to get a yoga body or butts much more deeper than that and this the transformation mentally and spiritually and the body comes along mm-hmm. so the reason that you can't get into poses and, and i find myself that i can't do that is because mentally i'm blocked and when you unblock mentally you actually can get into the pose and you learn how to breathe and then you see how the connection between the breath and the body and i think the same is true of dance i'm not going to slam other dances but i'm more invested in african dance but it's a dance form that's just not dancing Right. Now there's social dancing in Afro all over Africa, but in the ancient dances are much more tuned to life and nature and, and spirit. When we come back from this quick break, we're gonna talk a little bit more about art and culture. We're gonna talk about music. More right after this.
You're listening to Full Body Frequency, and this is Laura Rice. To listen to this entire show, check us out on SoundCloud.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. And we are back talking with Tarshell Beards, makeup maven, beauty blogger, and all things holistic. When we left before the break, we were talking about African dance and yoga and cultural expressions. Now let's talk about a little bit of music. What's playing in your ear right now? Let me pull out my Spotify. What, okay. what was I listening to last night? It was, last night I was listening to Jeffrey Osborne. And that's funny. I was listening to him because I saw him recently in concert. So, yeah, it's just sort of revisiting the past. I am really loving Leanne Le Havis. Oh, yeah. So I've been listening a lot to her. Mm-hmm. I love Layla Hathaway. I've been listening to her the last couple of weeks. I need to be introduced to some good music, some good CDs lately. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm open to some suggestions. I kind of just fall back and let stuff play you know one thing i did listen to last week and i really liked was the album that came out after michael jackson passed away escape Hmm. and i listened to that and i actually like it but one of the songs in there that really caught me the most was love never felt so good oh yeah so i really enjoyed that one um so you're going back in the vault in other words pretty much i've been listening a little bit of old school these days which is interesting it probably stemmed from going to that concert or just Mm. the other day after the orlando shooting and then i had a friend who passed away i love stevie wonder loves need of love today so i was listening to his song sakia life and i go to that that's my favorite song by stevie and that's one of those questions what's your favorite song Mm. ever but that's a song that i go to for so many transitions in life so I was listening to that the other day as well. So I don't know. I haven't listened. I haven't been hooked up into what's what's out there these days. I don't Ooh. know. Ooh. You gotta check out the new Gregory Porter. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he has a new album out. Yeah, okay. and I saw him in concert the other day. It was wonderful. As a matter of fact, the main concert that he played at on a Friday night. For some reason, every time I tried to get tickets online, it just didn't work. Lo and behold, Spirit was working. I ended up. A friend of mine was telling me about a concert that he was doing. Actually, it was a, a concert and a talk that he was doing. A very intimate evening with mm-hmm. Gregory Porter. Plus, the was ticket was... Yeah. yeah. Was nice. The tickets were lower than the, the concert mm-hmm. I was going to go to on Friday night. And I got a CD. Can't beat that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't, and up close and personal with him. Right. And his band. It was, it was fabulous. So that, and of course, Kendrick Lamar. And of course, Prince. I'm just being very okay. sentimental yeah, about Prince these yeah, days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then my go-to for new music is always KCRW, Garth Trinidad's show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I listen to that online. Mm-hmm. And there are, other, there are other places I listen to music as mm-hmm. well. But that's what I tend to do. I mean, Beyonce's Lemonade is out there. That's fine. But... I'm not into it. You're but not into I, it? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. okay. But I, mm-hmm. it didn't really, it didn't really, that album didn't really move me mm-hmm. like it did other women. Mm-hmm. I was just sort of like, oh, okay, I saw it. Mm-hmm. I actually like the first one that she dropped, the first secret one okay. that she did, the very sexual. I like that one more. I don't okay. know, maybe it was the time of my life. But I really <laughs> enjoy that. Uh-huh. I enjoy that CD more than Lemonade. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, now let's talk a little bit about fashion. You're about to. Like, I, like we said earlier, you're going to Miami, mm-hmm. and then eventually you're going to go to Egypt. Right. So what are you rocking this summer? Here in Chicago, what, are you, what would you be rocking in Miami, and then what's happening in Egypt? Mm. 
Well, I haven't really been into the fashion game these days. Mm-hmm. This is Laura's here. But yeah, I'm glad this is a radio show because yeah, if, yeah, if, if it was TV, I'd just be looking horrible. So <laughs> um, I am on, on an extended vacation these days. So I've been very, 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 very casual. And it's interesting because as much as I like makeup and beauty and fashion, it's been very interesting for me to... It's, this, it's a weird psyche for me to be so casual in my dress and not have any any makeup most of the days of the week. Mm -hmm. And even when I'm going out these days, I'm sort of just throwing on some gloss or whatever. So I'm embracing it though. I think it is great. So, so travel gives me this opportunity to get dressed up. And so for Miami, it's hot, it's humid, it's dress weather. So that's what I'm taking. And I'm taking flats. As much as I, I like to dress up in the evenings, we're going to go out. Um, I got some embellished little jewel flats to wear. And I also have a jumpsuit. Really into jumpsuits these days. If you can find the right one with the right material, especially for a plus size body and for your shape. And I have a few. And so I have one that I just got by Ralph Lauren that I'm going to take and that I love and fits me well. For Egypt, is hot and it's tour and so it's all about linen and cotton and sort of shielding from the sun so I'll be shopping for that trip and in between that here in Chicago I th- I'll get out of my funk and get a little bit more stylish but I haven't in terms of and you and I've talked about this in terms of plus size fashion and what we like and don't like and what we find I have not found too much of what I like this season mm-hmm. um worth purchasing so I'm sort of shopping my closet and buying pieces here and there and what I've purchased so far are shoes I got a little cardigan and mm-hmm. Eileen Fisher but nothing really trendy or that's standing out like yeah. must have mm-hmm. I have seen this and I just gotta have this kind mm-hmm. of thing these, these days so yeah well the one purchase that I made because I feel the same way as you mm-hmm. in terms of there's not a lot out there no. that just is making me want to pull out the wallet and pay what I've done this year the one item that I absolutely love is a lace skirt mm. kind of like a trumpet skirt mermaid skirt that I got from Lane Bryant mm-hmm. and it's uh, sheer up to the thigh and I love it mm. I've rocked that several times I mean I've worn it different ways with on cooler days a mm. denim jacket a crop denim jacket mm-hmm. with a black tank underneath not a cotton tank but something a little bit shinier something mm-hmm. a little bit dressier and I've rocked some funky flats as well some funky flip-flops I'm shopping my closet as well because mm-hmm. I'm just really dissatisfied with what's out yeah, there. It's really not. It's like we're in this trend of plus size fashion being more available, but mm-hmm. I think if you're of a certain age, you and I have talked about this, we want more quality. And I'm a very classic dresser i'm not very trendy mm-hmm. trendy for me is maybe okay i bought some color but mm-hmm. but the shape and the silhouette is still very a lot of what i'm seeing the crop tops and the you know the skirts to match and the super body con dresses and stuff it's just not me the skinny leg jeans and i think it's just not of my age group so mm-hmm. I, even if I'm casual, I still want a classic sort of look. I haven't found too much. Where I find it, when I see it, like I saw that Ralph Lauren jumpsuit, it's like, okay, I have to have that. I ordered another jumpsuit, and I remember Rachel Pally, it's like, okay, I have to have that. Things that I know will fit me well. Yeah, and I'm going back to Courtney Washington, mm-hmm. those things that I know that work. I'll live in jeans during the summertime, but then some days it's just too hot. You just yeah, want to put on a skirt. Jeans. And I yeah. have not found a good pair of jeans 
to fit me well in a while and so I was just sort of giving up. But I have my ideal, I wear dresses all the time. But there are times, especially here in Chicago, where we need pants. And it's been very difficult to find a non-skinny leg. Yeah. yeah. Well, the flares are out and people are rocking flares, mm -hmm. both as culottes and as mm -hmm. long, mm -hmm. longer uh, sailor jeans. Mm -hmm. But so I've enjoyed that as well. Mm -hmm. I do wish that. And I do like seeing a lot of designers do some plus size stuff, but I do wish that there was better material and right. a little bit more um, classic, clean lines, mm -hmm. timeless type of Maybe I'm just not the target audience. No, but I think a lot of times we see clothing that is so curated mm -hmm. that so many women wear the looks mm -hmm. exactly as they're presented. And to me, that's boring. Mm -hmm. It's just like you're, you're copying. Like, where's your personal style? Right. Where's your individual style? Where's your piece of vintage whatever from 20 years ago that you still wear? Oh, yeah. I did order a vintage Gucci bag. Well, there I'm we glad go. you yeah. talked about that. Yeah, so I had a Gucci bag that I got in high school that I lost after college and moving and things like that. It was a tote bag. And it was one of those things, like I had a summer job. And I'll never forget it. I went to the Gucci store. It was my first time going to a high-end store. And it was $187. And I had my money for my little part-time job in the summer and I bought this tote and I found a uh, Gucci vintage Gucci reseller online and ordered one very similar to what I had and, and I'm rocking it and I love it. What else have I got? I've got new sunglasses. I was like, I'm going to get myself a pair of high-end sunglasses. So I've been sort of shopping fashion in another way, mm -hmm. you know, versus clothes per se, you know, because I have clothes. Mm -hmm. So get invest in a good purse maybe and right. some, some good. Me, it's about comfort with my shoes because mm -hmm. I walk everywhere now. So mm -hmm. some shoes and then just rock what you have if you can't find. Right now, I'm not very impressed with some of the plus size options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. neither am I. Well, that's a good place to leave it. But before we go, Tarshell, mm -hmm. tell everyone about your blog and how they can find it. So my blog is onyxbeauty.wordpress.com. And it's the title is Onyx, even though the it's Onyx Beauty. And my theory behind Onyx Beauty is not just beauty blogging. I love beauty, but that health, true health, and it's specific. I found it specifically to discuss black women and health is beautiful. And so to be healthy is to be beautiful. So as much makeup we have and fashion and all the things that I love, if we're not healthy, that we're not beautiful. And true health is a balance of your physical, mental and spiritual lives. So we have to get all of that balance, I think, and it would help combat some of the things that we see that you and I know to be true about black women and health mm -hmm. and, you know, mm -hmm. where we dominate breast cancer and hypertension and diabetes. We're on those roles. I think that a big part of that is when you talk scientifically, people talk about just diet, mm -hmm. but in the black community and the black women in specific, we have to address emotional well-being mm -hmm. and how that contributes to stress and how that mm -hmm. contributes to physical diseases and so I've always been a big holistic health girl in addition to a beauty girl mm -hmm. in addition to a fashion girl mm -hmm. and so Onyx discusses all of that Great. and the supplements as and my the friend the supplements and shit as my friend <laughs> if you tell me about something that's going wrong I got a supplement for you and so that's her tagline for me these days because they're out there and we should use them right. so onyxbeauty.wordpress.com and then you can find me online at this Tarshell B wonderful well that was your week's plus one we look forward to joining you again next week until then, tune into your own full body frequency where large is luscious living. <laughs>